What we need right now is a clear message to the people of this country. This message must be read in every newspaper, heard on every radio, seen on every television. This message must resound throughout the entire interlink. I want this country to realize that we stand on the edge of oblivion. I want every man, woman and child to understand how close we are to chaos. I want everyone to remember why they need us. <laughs> the fuck is with this guy? Who is he? I'm your huckleberry. The decision of one man to launch a wholly unjustified and brutal invasion of Iraq. I mean, of Ukraine. Everybody knows you never go full retard. You went full retard, man. There's an old saying in Tennessee, I know it's in Texas, probably in Tennessee, that says, fool me once, shame on, shame on you. If fool me, we can't get fooled again. So you smart, huh? No. I thought your hair would be bigger. It says on your chart that you're fucked up. Uh, you talk like a fag, and your shit's all retarded. So, just chill out. You know, drink a 7-Up, eat a moon pie, quit murdering people. You have smoked yourself retarded. It's a big club. And you ain't in it. I got hairy legs that turn that 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 that, that turn uh, um, blonde in the sun. And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down, so it was straight. And then watch the hair come back up again. What is your major malfunction, num nuts? And welcome to the Monday Night Master Debaters, the best night of the week. It's all downhill from here, folks. But we got a great crew here tonight, and we're going to have some fun. Uh, It is wild out there. We were just talking beforehand real quick about the toxicity of of social media and, and the comment sections and stuff. And it's hilarious because... it's sad. I lost a follower because I questioned Rachel Maddow's integrity. She, Mm. he, she is a, has a doctorate in journalism apparently, and is the be all end all of news sources. And to question her means an automatic unfollow so if i had a little violin i'd be playing it right now but i don't so welcome to the monday night master debaters we're gonna have some fun tonight and we got a new face we have some of my favorite returning guests and of course my trusty co-host so uh luis welcome my friend it's nice to have you on I'm happy to be here. I'm from <laughs> Unconstitutional Awakening. How are you doing? Excellent. Yeah, man. I t- I wanted to uh, actually because Matt hasn't met you before. Obviously, Nico has. Um, talk about that show a little bit, man. Just like up up top here, just because you know y- you came in last minute here, 
and uh, you guys do some pretty interesting work over there. Unconstitutional Awakening. Jim Bob's a fun guy. Um, share what you guys talk about there. Yes, we 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 cover different uh, spectrums of of curious events, people, subjects. We've had even uh, an interesting, controversial, and also political figures in the show. We've we've dove deep into things that usually um, get uncovered only because the system allows it sometimes, and sometimes the system doesn't allow it. Right, whatever the agenda is at hand. We even covered uh, very strange occult things that, like Sabati and Frankist, which I always implore people look into that because it's something that is relevant yet nobody knows about, as well as the moon. Oh, that thing in the sky. <laughs> Did we go there? We can go wherever we want to. We can go. And, and yeah, I don't think that we did go there, to be honest. But there's supposedly multiple missions to the moon. You know, there's this idea that we only went there once. And I mean, that, that's something that's kind of like promoted. Uh, you know, why didn't we ever return? Supposedly, we went there many times. But I mean, like, what do you believe? Hey, what are the chances, though, that every piece of moon rock they've given out has just turned out to be petrified wood? Yeah, How I mean, fucking that's, funny you know, is that, man? <laughs> don't ask too deep into it. Dude, you know I mean? that's, a, that's a, such a big troll. They, NASA, NASA is trolling. The biggest, yeah, NASA's the biggest like inversion of everything. And it's just that's just one of the ultimate trolls to just start handing out moon rocks to people. Not thinking they're ever going to check it and see what it is. But that was and that's a brilliant part or play by whoever decided let me test this thing out, see what it really is. Cause I I would have I would have probably tried to like smash it and chip well, it. Well, that's why they eventually discovered that Hitler dying in the bunker was actually a female that committed suicide that supposedly committed suicide, but it was just a female skull. Yep. So they were like, nope, not even not eight, not the right age, not the right gender. Well, we can't say that. We don't but, we don't know what Hitler's gender was. We don't want to assume. Yeah. <laughs> uh, on that note, welcome, my favorite upstaters, Nico and Rosie. How's it going, guys? We're good. It's going awesome, man. Yep. Thanks for having us again. You know, we Thank love being you here for with joining. you guys. I appreciate it. Of course. Anytime. Yeah. Anytime. <laughs> but yeah, no, we're uh we're doing good up here. We got some good news like the last week or two. Mm-hmm. And uh, now we can talk about anything we want. <laughs> Living live our life, you know? <laughs> like you had a giant filter on to begin with. Come on. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you have huge. a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We yeah. don't have to censor ourselves anymore about certain topics. So we can just go off the rails. Balls to the wall now. Mm-hmm. Nice. <laughs> Let it fly. <laughs> Yep. right what do you got going not much man same old stuff you know just recorded the new show you got to call in one of these days matt we're doing uh you know the normal uh you know uh, you know regular shit we talked about a lot of the uh silicon valley bank right i mean that's a fun thing right there right so i'm sure we'll get into that a little bit here uh just just doing the normal stuff man and it's interesting the way that the world is because it's like, you know, we, we were told over the weekend that the economy could have potentially crashed today. And it's just like there's this constant fear that's out there 
for people that are getting absorbed into it. And I, I don't know. I, I'm actually kind of concerned that the government's sitting here telling us to not be worried about this. And they were telling us to be super concerned over COVID and nothing really happened. Uh, I mean, that wasn't of the government's doing. The economy is crashing. It's just a slow because the economy is so big. It can't crash too fast. So it's like, I mean, in theory, that's correct. But I feel like if, if it, if they wanted it to happen, it could crash tomorrow. You know what I mean? It could literally crash any second. If, if they wanted it to happen and they being, you know, this, you know, mystical, the speed of 2008. Yeah. Yeah. Right. There's not going to be the there's not going to be that safety net there was in 2008. So it's going to crash, but it's not they're not just going to let the whole thing topple over. You wouldn't think so. But I mean, uh, what what but, makes us feel so confident in that? But what's going No, no, no. It, it's going to change because the dollar is is going to start to lose value because the petrodollar is going to start to lose value because one of the things that's going on right now that you won't see a lot in our news is that China is brokering a peace deal between Saudi Arabia and Iran, which is going to be big because what does Saudi Arabia deal with right now? The petrodollar. Well, they're going to go to the petro yuan, which is the Chinese dollar, and that's going to be a game changer. You mean the dara? That's uh, <laughs> you know what's what's interesting too is like you're you're showing this this really interesting thing here, and I'd like to you know someone to read through this to be honest. But before nine eleven, there was people that were selling and, and putting put options, meaning like you're anticipating the crash of a certain stock um, on United Airlines, and one of the guys was was connected to Clear Channel Broadcasting, which owns uh coast to coast am right you know that that super truther alternative you know uh fact show right yeah but you can't throw the baby out with the bathwater, right in that case you have to i mean you guys yeah but you can't do that with everything then there's nothing left so everything is tainted at that point like everything at that level is absolutely tainted yes 100 percent. i would i would beg to differ because i i can't what's a big show at that coast to coast level, Alex Jones level, Infowars level, stuff like that, that's not tainted. I think they're tainted, but like, like with everything, there's definitely grains of truth going through this. You know, like they have to have that. Eleanor, right. uh, what, what's her name? Edith uh, uh, Roosevelt, not Eleanor. I kept saying that. Uh, Theodore's wife was super anti. Council on Foreign Relations, super anti-New World Order and all this shit. Possible and then, husband, if you look at Eleanor, she was I not mean, much of a looker. No, no, Edith. <laughs> uh, Theodore's, Theodore's. Oh, oh, part. oh, okay. I was going to say. Yeah, Eleanor. Yeah, Eleanor's oh, a whole geez. different story. She was like a lineman for the <laughs> right. Yeah, a little. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like, you know, uh, uh, Theodore Roosevelt starts this progressive party, which ends up merging with the Republican Party. So they're like just sitting there taking the Republicans and moving them farther and farther to the left. Meanwhile, she's sitting there talking shit about all of that agenda. Right. So it, it's a it's a common tactic of these elites to bash exactly what they're doing, because it's been a, a common trait throughout history that like what is uh, helpful to the elite is not so helpful to the common man. So 
if you're an elite and you're trying to push this agenda and you're trying to make yourself electable or or popular, you have to side with the common man. This is what George H uh, H W Bush did. This is what George W Bush did. This is what Trump did. And I mean, look where we're at now. We're we're in a fascist dictatorship. We just don't really know it yet. Well, it's an and, yeah, it's an oligarchy, right? Yeah, it's because of these people that that relate to us more so than ever. And and this is just another instance of they knew this was going to happen and the rich got some of their money out. Now, what you're also hearing is some wealthy folks also lost a shit ton of money. There's rumors that Oprah well, supposedly lost like half a billion dollars. They'll get it back. But so, yeah, that's the thing. It's like, but this here is clear evidence that something was impending. I mean, you the, look. So the case with this bank is they were putting a lot of money on a certain type of bond that you couldn't take your money out. So right now, most of that money is in bonds that they cannot retrieve on top of the fact that the yield went down to a point where they were going to lose money. So those two things happened simultaneously as people were slowly trying to take the money out. The FDIC insures up to 250,000, but 97% of all deposits were over 250,000 because it's a very small amount of depositors. And I even had a friend who was like, I have $2,000 in a bank account. There's like everybody, a lot of businesses had their bank accounts associated with this bank. And that's its own mafia and own weird like element to it. But they're not going to lose their money because the rich stay rich. So they made the FDIC ensure their deposit. Now, everybody's deposits when it comes to their deposits should be insured. I, I believe that truly. Now, the problem is the reason this this bank went belly up is because they had a lot, a lot of terrible investments associated with the climate change agenda related to uh, like things like solar power and so on that are just loss leaders. Mm. So like your friend that had like 2000 in his account, did he can he take his money out? Is that I affecting think him? Tomorrow they're going to allow them to get their money out. I think they said tomorrow the bank should be operating normally enough. The entire staff, top staff was fired. So this bank, all of the top, the top has been completely taken out. You can also consider this a form of what happens in a communist country when the government takes over the banking sector. (laughs) Like you're literally witnessing it live in action. And I think that they said that they had an emergency uh, meeting where they just had a Zoom call, like Congress had a, just a Zoom, like they forced the, like most people, okay, you got to just listen. All right. The system's re- like, they never did this for anything, but they did this for <laughs> for money. It's like, no, we all got to talk to you. We got to figure this out. We got to make sure. I mean, we do have to fix the the promise for, for the average person and also for a business. If you're running a business and you have several employees, let's say, you have 30 employees. If you're going to ha- need to have hundreds of thousands of dollars in a bank account on any given month in order to just cover payroll, if your bank account is only covered with 250000 that means you're going to have to create some form of a weird mechanism in order to funnel multiple bank accounts into payroll. Yeah. It's a pain in the ass. But yeah, that- yeah. I mean, 250000 is not that much money. It's, it's a lot of money to like us one person person. yeah Yeah, but for a business i mean that's really not that's peanuts (laughs) yeah well yeah is this money laundering or is it money laundering i mean uh, that's what this seems like right now there is no 
two ways about this. How does money? I mean, you know, I talk about South Park a lot on my show, you know. South Park does an episode where, like, you know, this kid's trying to learn about investments and he's putting money in the bank. And when he gives the money to the bank, he literally gives it to the the attendant, like a clerk, you know. And 30 seconds later, while they're talking, he's like, yeah, your money's gone. You know, <laughs> just like, yeah, I mean, we, we don't know where it went. And he's like, what do you mean it's gone? He's like, yeah, the money's gone. We don't we don't know where it went. It's just gone. That's what this is. But on a big level, they're just the money's gone. We don't well, know where it went. It could help us CBDCs because they're already coming. Fed now declared that by April they would be doing testing April, May. So it's already going to be active. So they by now are probably switching accounts. So right. the Federal Reserve is slowly switching the ledgers from the standard system that they've been using recently into the new system. So eventually, probably by the year's end, all bank accounts in the United States will be uh, CBDC. They'll already be so. trackable. Yep. No, it's already said Fed now. You can look up the website and the Fed, they, they, they say it. And what's do you that think it'll now? be Ripple like XRP or do you think well, it'll be they were separate? using? Well, not the token. They potentially were using the technology in the testing. I don't know if they will be using it, but that's the technology. That's nothing to do with the token. Right. XRP uh, versus people Ripple are like, now. oh, like that's nothing to do with the token. Stop, yeah, yeah. stop being delusional. Yeah, they might use the technology, but that's it. That means that company's gonna make a bit of money. Not you. Not you, the yep. token holder. Right. Right. So don't hold XRP thinking that it's gonna make you a buck fuck ton of money. It's it's like speculative at best. Bitcoin's yeah. safer. Bitcoin skyrocketed. Well, now it's it's kind of you know if you bought in when everyone else did, you're kind of fucked at this point. It went from fifteen thousand to twenty four thousand. What in a month almost? So it's been going up steadily. Recently, because yeah, everyone bought it back in like 2020 when it was at like 40 or whatever thousand, 50,000. Uh, no, five. It went no, so when it, when I was when it when it was all the rage, it was in I mean, it was high double digits. Like, no, and I'm saying it, in in 2020, March, April 2020, it went down to 5,000 something. Okay, that's the lowest it's been recently. Okay, so yeah, no, before that, then or maybe after. Because, yeah, you had a lot of fucking people that were buying into it when it was at its peak. And then it's dropped down like, you know, whatever it's at right now. So that's kind of how that works. Yeah, I hate cryptocurrency. My accounts are very low because <laughs> I bought into Bitcoin in like 2018 when it was like going up. And then it hit that like 60, 70,000 peak. And then it just went down. So I don't understand any of it. Yeah. Maybe I'm too old. To I'm with you. I give it. up. It's it's out of my league. I can't figure it out. And I, yeah. I don't want to at this point. It's like mm-hmm. you can have it. That's yeah. Awesome. If, you, if you saw Wolf of Wall Street, it's basically penny stocks just on steroids. On steroids, yeah. Stock mm-hmm. <laughs> on steroids. Weird man. But mm-hmm. they cash is gonna be dead, supposedly, and that I can't wrap my head around. You know, I like grew up with like my grandfather always being like, you got to have the scratch on you. You know, you can never have like your wallet without any cash and like keep the cash hidden. Everything's about cash. And now but you like- already have your ID. It's your face. You walk in somewhere and your, <laughs> your identification is your face. You pay with your face. Well, remember back in the day, I mean, my grandparents used to hide money in their mattress. Literally, they had yeah. a box that was in the built into the mattress and they would keep an extra set of cash in there. Mm-hmm. It's like times have changed, no, it's <laughs> and it's quick too. Think about how fast that things have been changing. 
you know, we went from horse and buggy at the beginning of the, you know, 20th century to going to the moon by midway through, you know, mm-hmm. or, or spit, you know, rockets. And it's like, that's a huge. We still egg. got rockets and we have gone to space. That is confirmed. Yeah. So we have exited this ball. It's, but it's on the other, other end. Then you look at like domestically how you've gone from and and from a food perspective how we went from things being so natural to now everything so synthetic to you know in your house they're trying to make it so that you don't even have to do anything you can either tell Siri to do it or get a little robot or you know you got the smart home that controls everything for you it's it's changing rapidly and i don't know if i like the whole you know smart everything idea I just don't think we're meant to have that much frequency around us, that much, that many waves well, we're in our not. general vicinity. We're not, that's so unnatural. We're not supposed to, it's, but I don't know. Like, that's, isn't that just like anything else? They're just pushing all this garbage on us. Anything well, to interrupt nature <laughs> and like, like, and even like, frequencies. what was it? Like two weeks ago, we lost power. And it's like, aside from our, gas fireplace like we were screwed like you can't run anything it's everything is connected to (laughs) to electricity now there's dirty electricity and it's so crazy like i was really looking at our electricity bill and it's like i think we spent like 160 on electricity but then they charge you like another 160 to deliver it and it's like what the fuck is this shit that's the racket that is the scam and that's the scam of it yeah it's like it's just insanity, man. And, it's and like that's you- the rate like that they jumped like 20% on a lot of people at a minimum this mm-hmm. year. And it's... You well, know, in they- Europe, it went up like 300. I mean, they had people had like $13,000 electric bills. Thanks. For one month. US. Thanks to and us it, blowing up a pipeline. Blow up Nord Stream and look what happens. Gee, I wonder why their prices skyrocketed. And guess who profited? I heard, a, I heard something today. We are. Way- yeah, exactly. <laughs> I heard someone today say that during the, you know, the the heart of the pandemic, there was a a billionaire created a day. So you think about that, there was a, a new billionaire created every day during the pandemic, yet at the same time, on the opposite end, you had just poverty racking up. Mm-hmm. And it's it's that, you know, I think we're at a getting to a point in that system where we're reaching that breaking point that it's just getting way too out of balance. It's that- actually way worse than you think. Uh, the uh, I'll show you re- right now the Oxfam report. Um, so the the richest one percent grabbed nearly two thirds of all wealth worth forty two trillion since twenty twenty. So forty two trillion dollars of wealth was created. And they took the majority of it. That's the website. Right now. That's and amazing. No, no. I mean, the, the ratios get even crazier. Let me see. Uh, fortune increasing. Uh, billionaires fortunes are increasing by 2.7 billion a day, at least. At <laughs> And yet you still have to claim that $600 you made <laughs> selling shit on eBay. Yeah, like- exactly. <laughs> I mean, that's just crazy talk. There was one math of for every one dollar you made, how much money they made. So this is this is the thing people have to realize. This is less than three thousand people. Right. 
And so I'm sick of say, calling these people elites. We got to start calling them parasites, like they really are. You oh know? yeah, we should call them patties. Look at that forty, like you said, forty-two, 42 trillion. trillion, not billion, trillion, almost twice as much money as the bottom ninety-nine. Oh, a billionaire gained roughly one point seven million per one dollar. <laughs> for every one dollar <laughs> yeah there's no way to really quantify a trillion dollars because i think when you're 32 or 34 years old you've lived for a billion seconds yep. so it's, it's not really one yeah so 31. you can't even okay. count to a billion yeah. in less than th- so how do we know uh, is a any of this will be 30, 31 000 years this is real this is oxfam this is 100 real this mm-hmm. numbers are well, probably yes, underestimated. It's, it's real on paper, Nico. Right? right. I mean, is no, no, I mean, currency like, real? Like, no, oh. I mean, it's all numbers on paper when it boils yes. down to it. I mean, it's it's a game. It's <laughs> it's monopoly. Right. Exactly. And the I, majority I, of the wealth is hidden away in bank accounts. Yeah, but yeah. it's all like none of this matters, really, truly. Like th- none of this actually matters because at the end of the day, if all this shit collapses, what's going to be available? physical assets that's all that's going to matter is actual physical assets because and they skills. can create yeah and skills yep because they can crash that and then the computer doesn't work anymore and now all these numbers are just imaginary there's no nothing backing this up there's not 42 trillion dollars worth of gold hidden on this planet somewhere <laughs> like it's it's insane there is a lot more gold than we think there is but the majority of it is pretty much inaccessible Right. But there's enough gold to cover the entire planet up to your your knee. But the problem is it's the majority of it is untappable. And we've discovered what is it? Um was it Uganda that found trillions in gold? So basically the gold market should once that really starts to come in, it'll be worthless. So gold is going to be worthless if the Ugandan deposits are real. They have more gold than the rest of the planet. Yeah. <laughs> uh it's it's all and we wonder why we'll eventually go to war with them. Unless we cover the planet with gold, like the Anunnaki did, <laughs> create. Dude. <laughs> well, wasn't that really the whole gold. myth? Wasn't that the myth though that they needed gold to or their atmosphere? Create, yeah, to create a new atmosphere for their planet or whatever. And they needed better makes workers. Sense. It makes sense. But uh, yeah. Speaking okay. of gold, we got to start bringing back gold teeth. I think gold you know, like. <laughs> Dude, like '90s rapper style. Like yeah, a, like, like not grill? not grills. Oh. No, like actual gold implants. Like, I think, like <laughs> like Joe Pesci in Home Alone. <laughs> like my gold tooth. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I just think it it brings a ruggedness and a, a sketchiness to a character that. The hell's wrong with you? <laughs> I don't know. Gold tooth or whole tooth? Like missing? Right, like a like a hole. Are you talking about like? When you get a filling, it's gold. No, like a whole cap, like a like an implant. You know okay. what I mean? Like the thing. I yeah. Oh, so like a crown would be gold. Yeah, like a gold, a gold crown. crown. Yeah, mm. that's, that's an aggressive aggressive move. That that's is what aggressive. I'm thinking. Like wow. nothing says like solid businessman than like a gold. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's solid. <laughs> that's a trusty used car dealer right there. You know exactly. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, used cars. They're gonna, you're gonna get where everybody's gonna get a great deal soon. You got to think of that. I As know my used car is hard. is worth way more than I bought it for just three years ago. It's crazy. Oh good. 
Yeah. Yeah, man. These these uh like trucks especially are worth so much. It's wild. I, I have a truck that's not even running in my front yard, and it's probably worth a lot more than what I bought it for. But I'm holding on to it. Just I don't know why. You know, just to have it. But a mm-hmm. used truck is worth more than a brand new truck right off the lot right now. Yep. Just someone explain that to me because I can't well, figure it out. I I the car used the used car prices and regular car prices will implode. Yes. Because they skyrocketed mm-hmm. and now they're going to also plummet. I mean, Carvana was likely connected to um money laundering cuz realistically, uh money uh cars are used to, like used cars are used in money laundering to a very high degree. So mm-hmm. that's something nobody looked at. But if you look into the founders of Carvana, you will realize that they're not the cleanest people. I mean, one of the dealerships I work for, I'm not going to say any names. They used to have this used car bid and like you would get this like piece of shit Subaru with like 300,000 miles on it. I mean, the thing we'd have to clean them and make them look good and they would sell for like five, six grand. And you're like, how is that possible? Who is buying these cars? Yeah, like, who's buying it? Right. And it's like they're sending them overseas a lot of times. Like, uh, yeah, what's countries. in them when they send right. them overseas? Right. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good one. You know, it's it was one of those things that, like, I could never, I wasn't in the know enough to get a clear answer on how this car that they took in on trade for like $200 and then they're turning around and selling it for five, six grand. <laughs> well, yeah, did you? Seems shady as hell. <laughs> Do you remember seeing that guy that he his car ended up in an ISIS video or something? And it you, could see, you could see the actual logo of the company in the in the videos. <laughs> wow. Oh, that's talk about talk oh, he about sold the car to a dealer and the dealer left everything on it and then resold it to somewhere in the Middle East and it ended up in a video and it was like I don't support these people. What do you do? No, 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 no. <laughs> that's hilarious. I, that's that's one of killer right there. That's not a marketing strategy that's optimal for your long term. You don't want ISIS c- driving your car. That's no. so funny, though, because that was like <laughs> a huge thing with cleaning these cars. It was like, take any sticker. Like, there can't be any sticker on these cars. Literally, if it's stuck on the bumper, spray paint over it. Like, it was at that point. So that kind of makes some sense, like mm. where they're sending these things. That's kind of interesting, you, actually. Makes you wonder. Yeah, the, the, the hottest, they don't care about, um, you know, Bob's uh, pool cleaning service. <laughs> so I got to ask a question here. It's kind of changing the subject. Do we think that they're going to uh, vaccinate chickens, like all chickens out there, in order <laughs> to, uh, you know, I don't know if this will just fuck with the food supply or if it's just another way for, like, big pharma to make money? I Do you think, think this is something? Another scare tactic and something to just get in people's heads i think so too but interestingly like i'm gonna say the last i don't know what like two months or so anytime i've never had an issue eating beef before and now anytime i eat any type of beef steak ground beef whatever i I, just destroys my stomach i cannot handle it anymore we'll second that so I think they're definitely doing something. And I mean, we've tried between like store-bought stuff, stuff we bought from the butcher. It, it doesn't matter. I thought maybe, you know, it was like I was undercooking them, eating them too rare, but even well done. It, it's just killing me. Maybe so you got I that don't bone know. star parasite. I was wondering yeah. about that. 
because that's that's like Lyme disease related, right? Yep. Yeah, that's what I was telling you. Yeah, it's I don't not know the degree of Lyme disease, but it's uh, it creates it so it, you have issues with digesting red meat. Yeah. Okay, so then if the, if that's a concern with it sounds like everyone here, why wouldn't they fuck with poultry? Because they already do. If you, I mean, yeah. they're already giving them all these shots. So they're vaccinating them, right? You said yeah. it's a scare yeah, tactic. Yeah, they already. <laughs> that's why I'm saying it's just a fear tactic. We, they're we already, already doing this. We already give them. I mean, man, those antibiotics, and then we take, yeah. then we eat those animals that took the antibiotics, and then we're suddenly antibiotic resistant, and then people are like, "How are we antibiotic resistant? <laughs> because you were giving it to the food, you dumbass." Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the right. food is one thing, but I'm saying, like, you know, what's to say that these chickens aren't going to lay eggs? I mean, we already kind of saw a preview of that. I'm not, you know, I'm I'm not like a, a fear porn pusher over here, but it just seems like it makes sense that they would try to eliminate the entire food source. It, I mean, no. dude, eggs are yeah, a but cheap. it's the same thing that you, everybody was fearful of in 2021 of the water supply, right? It's just mm-hmm. these short little things that they get into our heads that they're gonna do something to it, and they they're not. The it's water just supply a, is different, though. The water supply is constantly being contaminated. That is. Oh a, no, kidding! No, 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 no. Not to the point where they we were they were talking like it's you know off the charts radioactive. You're not going to be able to drink any. I mean, it's not drinkable. But they're even talking. They were talking about well water. Everything like all water was going to be so contaminated it was going to be undrinkable. And it's mm-hmm. like, guys, there was that whole push in 2021 where people were just going nuts over and they were saying, oh, Q cold to watch the water, all that stupid shit. And it's like it, it feels like they just bounce around and they're just like your attention gets on it for a little bit. And then they're going to give you something else to think about. And then it's something else. And then it's and I feel like a lot of it's just fear porn and distraction and just to get you in a in a, you know, uneasy state. Yeah, that's yeah. all it is. And it's what you give your attention to. It starts to manifest and all that stuff. But like egg prices are down. No one's talking about that. They're back to normal now. You can get a dozen of eggs for what, like three something. I was just fuel, in the store yesterday. Fuel prices are down also. Yep. Yeah. And fuel prices the thing is down. like something well, I'm going to go back up during the election cycle. Yeah, of course <laughs> they will. But what I've learned just in like our little in the BLM life, party. Yeah, dude. Every, be a fun year, time. every four years we get a good summer romance party can't wait yeah <laughs> the only thing i've learned though is they don't have the manpower to actually do anything especially like on local levels like things are so disorganized so like they just don't have the the manpower to enforce anything at all <laughs> like i just don't i mean man you know like like nico you were saying yourself like the the red meat is fucking with your stomach these days I think those are the first steps. Like, again, I'm not trying to be like, oh, man, we should all freak out and like, you know, uh, eat soy products or whatever. I'm just saying I know it's 100 percent worse. But what I'm saying is like, I think that we're actually seeing the steps of some of this stuff. I think I think they're just using different preservatives now. Yeah. No, it, I think well, then that's a, a whole different problem. That scale. It's yeah. it's likely more. For example, uh, I think more people are glyphosate intolerant. They're yep. not uh, glut- gluten intolerant. Like celiac. The, the way we process uh, bread is different here than it is in Europe. That's another reason, other than the wheat itself, that why people have gluten issues. It's just the processing. 
it's it's just the body processes it differently because of the chemicals that are being used. And if you switch a few chemicals around, you suddenly get allergic reactions like you may be getting from certain processing chemicals that are used in the meat processing that right because i've eaten venison that my dad shot and that's a red meat i don't have any issues with that at all so i don't think it's that like it could be an, a, a new drug that's being given to the, the cattle what mm -hmm. state are you in new york okay so just check uh if there was any changes in the laws recently around us i mean also in new york but you can check for that that could also be a reason a new requirement mm -hmm. by the government I just picked up this loaf of sourdough French bread from the local co-op today. Oh my God. I ate like three quarters of the loaf myself. It is the most amazing. And I don't know about how you guys are, but anybody that can make a good sourdough bread, I'm all in. You warm it up a little bit, a little butter, maybe some garlic <laughs> sauce. Whoa. Talk dirty to me. There. I love bread. This, that must be a Gen X thing because oh, Rosie's the same exact I way. Am. Like that's how I won her over was with garlic bread. You guys want to know that? A hundred percent. Like she was on the fence about I was me. Totally on the fence. She was like, I don't know about this guy. He's 100%. he's fucking crazy. He was and nuts. then I made garlic bread one night, and I was like, and that was it. It was over. <laughs> Honest to God, he made garlic bread for me, and that's how it happened. Like and then, the was, deal was, was some just, garlic bread. Mm -hmm. Bread, butter, and garlic. That's all I need to survive. <laughs> no, but speaking of go. interesting food, all right, I just made tonight. This was uh, something I found on Instagram. It was a stupid meme, um, but <laughs> I saw it, and it it just it, it was life-changing. And I took a box. Our son is well, celiac. Yeah, explain. Our son has celiacs. Mm -hmm. So uh, some of you guys know that, but yes, it's a challenge for us to like – and he loves corn dogs. Everyone in the house yeah. is is a corn dog fanatic. <laughs> you know who doesn't dogs. love a corn dog, right? You know I mean? <laughs> so what you do is you take a box of uh, cornbread mix. So we had a gluten free. We had a cor uh, gluten free cornbread mix, and then you stick some hot dogs in a muffin tray. Yep. You you put the cornbread in oh, there, yeah. bake <laughs> the muffin around the hot dog, and you got yourself a little pig in a blanket, uh, a little corn dog cupcake. Yep. Wow. Are was, you chopping? Are you dicing up the dogs? You know, so yeah, I used a standard muffin tin and a standard hot dog. So there was way too much bread per meat ratio. So yeah. if I were to do it again, I would dice up the hot dogs. Yeah, yeah. If I was using that, or I would use one of those fat hot dogs that I've showed you guys before. Those like quarter, those pound quarter pounders. Yeah. yeah, that thing's huge. <laughs> Yeah. Then, yeah, you got to eat that thing with no hands, and you got to make a lot of eye contact. When you <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then, uh, and a mini muffin, a mini muffin pan, I think would be better would be... than a regular size muffin. Yeah. Or I was gonna say you could layer it. Put put a little bit of cornbread, then add a little hot a little dog, dog uh, lasagna. Yeah, mm -hmm. and That's another true. layer of bread, and then hot dogs. So you get, yeah. you know, you're kind of getting. I want to step it up a notch, though. I want to get the Red Lobster biscuit mix and right. throw it Cheddar up. Bay. Cheddar Bay yeah. all day. Yeah, we have those. We do have those. Yeah. Hey, and you they... know, the Red Lobster's actually come out with a full line of frozen fish products, and they're <laughs> really? phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, wow. they sure have, and they're great. Um, you know, not, not to get off this important stuff, I saw something that was pretty interesting here, too, that there's this... Uh, Electronic enzyme. I don't know if you guys saw this. The, the the scientists discovered how to make electricity out of thin air. Do you see that? It's like this thing called HUC or yep. H U C. 
Is this is this real? Did you see that? Where is it? Oh, ether. Yeah, uh, Tesla well, was making this shit. Yeah, hundred years ago. Well, yeah. So this is it right here. The, uh, the enzyme called Huck proved to be quote astonishingly stable and remarkably efficient at creating energy from thin air, according to researchers. Huck's extraordinarily efficient, says Doctor Whatever Griner from uh whatever university i mean you know i can't just copy paste well. that exact line which just one copy dr rice grinder from Moshe university just literally copy paste that and search it yeah who is this for doctor yeah just just that alex line. jones you just see a picture <laughs> of alex jones yeah. <laughs> it's Brittany griner's alter ego <laughs> okay we're going with the first one here. here we go it is a real person Okay. Microbiology. All right. I so, mean, I got a big pop up here. I guess I gotta accept all cookies. All right. Expertise. Uh well, uh, that's exactly what they well, they're real. University of Glasgow. Uh oh, he's Scottish. Watch out. Yeah, you know, Braveheart. Yeah, he's uh, legit. Okay. Well, he is they are legit. Oh, oh, okay. What's this? Let's see. It's related to them. The enzyme that could help make energy dreams come true. Let's see. I mean, see, this is the thing. If this guy ends up dead, we got to really like wonder what's going on here. Oh, right? Here we go. Hunk. Okay, so this is related to directly from the school. So this is the direct source. So see, this is how we find it. It's not bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's what I'm saying. I mean, like, uh, you know, it's an interesting thing. Here's a photo. It looks like some diagram. <laughs> it's like, looks like oh, some yeah. shit, right? It's a macaroni, a macaroni what? drawing. Right. is hilarious. Okay, so the enzyme in question is called Huck, pronounced Huck, uh, and it's uh, made by bacteria and helps them with growth and survival in soil, in the oceans, and volcanic craters, and even Antarctica. Wow. Uh, interesting little side note. Right. Uh, Monash microbiologists have now discovered that it makes electricity from air. I don't know. That's an interesting concept. But uh, so does a Tesla little haiku coil. here. Huh? Yeah. What's no, that? A Tesla coil doesn't make the energy. It, it receives it. it. Yeah. It receives it. I mean, right. and the idea of makes it from thin air, it's, it's just more, it's a conversion. But right. It's, right. Just it's pulling the ions out of it. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 the efficiency factor. So if this can be of higher efficiency, that's the revolutionary element. So that, Dr. Reese Grinter better hide his ass because they're gonna whack him <laughs> if he found any. I mean, this is on journal. This is in the this is this is gonna be mainstream in Ooh. a couple of years. Yeah. These are them. Yeah, they're dead. Uh, another haiku. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> yeah, be, man. I mean, I don't know. They I, this... will be in a plane that crashes. Yeah. In the near future. You two cannot hang out together. Yeah. Never be right. in the same spot Stay at the same away time. from each other. Please, it, for our for humanity's sake, we need you. This stuff's just interesting, man. You know, I think that that this is uh like the next big thing. They're they're focusing a lot on like the internet and all these things. You know, I found out today the source that controls all the internet's information. Um, it's called the digital universe. Have you heard of this? It's, it's, it's founded by a Mormon, huh? <laughs> it's run by the devil. 
it's founded by a Mormon. It, you know, you said that the same time I said uh, Mormon. You know, it's interesting. <laughs> Devil, Mormon, what? Eh, you know, I think the Mormons are good people on lower levels, but at the higher levels, it's like any secret society. It's uh, it's pretty corrupt at well, the time. They, they had a hundred plus billion dollar fund that was not paying taxes properly. So right. Minor out. oversight. Come on. Yeah, man. It's an interesting little organization. But what do you got here? So this is a cool little thing on on energy, like free energy and and ley lines and stuff. This is on obelisks, and uh, it's like a it's like forty years to move the obelisk from Alexandria and Egypt to New York City Central Park. William Henry Vanderbilt chose the location specifically. He wanted it in a very exact place in Central Park. They had to build a track in New York City trained the obelisk through the city. I mean, people were lining up with popcorn to watch this thing. One of the most significant artifacts from that era being brought over here into the United States, apparently they were put on ley lines. Where the obelisk was in London, it's sister obelisk, okay? And there is some relationship with that obelisk where in terms of where it is in, in London and where the one is in New York. And is there one in the Vatican too? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Damn mm. smack in the center. Yep. Uh, all three. The New yeah. York one is it's so weird when you see it. You're like, what the fuck? It's, and if you ever look at there. how they got it over here, it's so bizarre. Like they had to uh, cut a hole in the in the side of a ship and get it in there. And they traveled supposedly with like a piece of it hanging out the side of a ship. Now, how that works. Well, it's because it's they you need to preserve it. So you want to treat it very carefully. So, you know, you will do the weirdest things to get it here. But the reality is the, the civilization that built that was not using simple stone tools. And to, for to repeat that narrative over and over again is now becoming an insult to everybody else. Yep. Yeah, it's hard to polish a rock. I mean, I've tried polishing stuff with like a belt sander and it takes a lot of effort. The, so the for Queen's chamber, it's two thousandths of a degree of perfection. Like so you couldn't you couldn't do you can do that today, but it would take a long time. Right. Today. Have you seen that thing where it's like what comedian is it? It's like Cat Williams or someone goofy as oh, fuck that Eddie like describes. Griffin or something like that. Yeah, the Eddie yeah. Griffin in the pyramids. Eddie mm -hmm. Griffin, yeah, and it's like the upside down, like they built the pyramid upside down basically and then, you know, you Have get Have you guys you ever the... seen this thing? The shift Oh yeah, thing? that's in the museum. That's in Well, that's the, in yeah, the, the one in the museum supposedly like a facsimile and the real one, I mean it looks close to it, but these things I watched this a, a couple videos on this thing because some of the points and, and oh shit, what is this? I think this is basalt. Um, and so it's, it's all, really hard stone. It, it's stone. This is a stone. So this guy comes on from like skeptic guide and he starts just shitting on it. Like, yeah, we've known, we've gradually learned how to work with stone over the years. So like dickhead, this is from three to 5,000 years ago. And look at this thing. And he's like, yeah, well, there's a lot of stuff from back then. We don't know how to use it. Doesn't mean it was of any importance. In a few thousand years, this would disappear. Yes. So let's say I put this on the ground right now. Yep. Just leave it there. In Ten years. thousand years, there would be not a single sign of this ever existing. Well, mm. and, and even if you found one of those and the network to connect it, you would have a useless thing in your hand. You'd be like, well, what the fuck is this? It doesn't do anything. 
you know but then imagine when they connect all the net like they get 5g going again and this fucking thing is just pulling up information that's a wild it's got no it's 6g it's 6g boy it's that's why that's when we get it all online 6g exists already i mean when 5g when 4g was rolling out 5g was already being developed it's just the problem is 4G already shows signs it could be damaging to humans. Um, even my brother, who is a pathologist, he studied the stuff and he always says, you know, don't do this. Do this. Mm-hmm. That's what so 4G. the annoying the, the Mexicans that talk really loud on speakerphone, they're actually doing it right. Yep. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. So and the other thing, the radiation emitted in your yeah. pocket. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like so. The this is the range of bad radiation. Yep. Bad radiation is bad. Wow, interesting. You wonder why all of us are going to have one testicle in about two generations. Like half our face is going to be gone. Carrying a phone in your pocket, you're not going to have one hip. But you know, it's just it's scary shit. But hey, but at least you got that new iPhone, you know? Yeah, the iPhone 37 at that point. Yeah. Oh, no, that's I still can't get service anywhere. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, I want to switch gears real quick because I've been on a a old comedy kick right now. I've been in this like nostalgic 80s and 90s kick for the last like two, three weeks. And so I've been going back and watching mindless comedies and i wanted to know what like 80s and 90s like kind of what's your favorite mindless comedy like i was i have a a soft spot for like son-in-law or uh you know dude where's my car like these real brainless comedies that they're just so fucking funny man i'll I'll come out here with dude where's my car because there's a lot of hidden truth in that (laughs) oh yeah dude dude, where's my car's great It's a fun one. I was going to come out and just say uh, Weekend at Bernie's. I mean, that's just an incredible movie. And it's I mean, like, it's our president right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and if you watch the movie, I watched it a long, long time ago, but you watch it and you watch it from like an observant eye. The amount of drug use and what real fuckery is happening in the movie right. is horrifying. Yep. In, like, in Weekend at Bernie's? murder people with the heroin and, the, yeah, and yeah. the lawyer at the beginning of the movie just does a line of coke and it goes back to them. But you, they don't show you that he just did drugs. But, you know, it's, oh, he just did a line. Oh, okay, that's why their faces were like, okay. <laughs> when all, aren't they all like bankers, like investment bankers, too? Yeah. Uh, they Well, yeah, they were. Yeah, they were in the finance world. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just it's great. And yeah, dude, where's my car? Me and... uh you know, Brandon, the you know, my, my cousin and the old co-host of the show, that was like our favorite movie. He was Ashton Kutcher when we were like reenacting it, and I was uh Sean William Scott, dude. It's a great <laughs> movie. It's so fun. I've always wanted an Adidas jumpsuit because of that movie. Yes. Like, <laughs> yes. It's a great movie. That's a good, good movie, dude. Um, that's that more not, that's more that was two thousands. That was yeah. early two thousands, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But still the same idea. Um, I was in because in that era you had like all I mean, I was a big Sean William Scott guy because like you get into American Pies and uh, role models and all those just hilarious movies. I don't think a good movie's been made uh, since like 2009. I I mean, can anyone say like a good movie? It's 2012. It's Mm -hmm. when everything shifted. It it, Mm -hmm. it literally you look Mm -hmm. 
post 2012 at the creativity and it's a lot of just remakes mm-hmm. there's no originality anymore hey, you um, know what i what kind of remake i'm a fan of though they're bringing uh michael keaton back for batman uh in the aquaman movie that's a bad. good good call hey big fan of that remember what was the uh, 80s or 90s show with uh corky thatcher like life goes on, I think. Oh maybe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're bringing that back now. No. Yeah, they're mm. doing a. They're. I just saw it. Uh, uh, I forgot where it was. It was an article or something on how they're bringing that back, and I was like, "What? That's why." I mean, why? that that wasn't a show that I was ever into. I, I remember being like, "What?" Yeah. You know what I mean? When but then like, they bring it back all woke, like they just put out that's... that that '90s show on on Netflix, yep. and it's like. There's a gay kid in there. And it's like, Ugh. you know, it's like Ugh. all this, like, <laughs> do, do you remember Red from the 70s show? Uh-huh. Like, come on. You're telling me now he's woke? Right. <laughs> like, Red's cool with this? Like, he was calling people dumbasses left and right. What's he calling them now? Like, you know, you can't call them names even. Like, goofball. No, it's, you it's goofball. Their kids. It's their kids that are in it. You see? It, it's their so grandkids. It's, it's, yeah. It's not, yeah, it's not them. It's their children. And then, yeah, the, the parents. Yeah. They're, yeah, a grandkid. I mean, it's kind of entertaining. Right. But they still have to put that, like, woke element in it. It's like, I don't remember dealing with that shit in the 90s. Like, not as bad, though, as you it's as other shows and movies. Yeah. They're that was still... the whole thing about the gay community was that it was fringe. It wasn't supposed to ever be mainstream. Like, gay people, I, I think, like, even, like, logical gay people would agree that it's like, yeah, like, you know, we don't really kind of fit in. You That's know, like we're, higher we're... learning was real edgy because of that, because they had the, they hit everything in that movie from the, mm-hmm. the girl going lesbian to the you know, the racism and the whole classism. I mean, that was a big one for all that stuff. And that's Mm -hmm. 90s is where you started seeing it. It was real edgy to be gay. And then in the 2000s, it was just like, you know, super. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, and like even in the 90s, like, you know, there was that idea where like if there's a black dude in in some sort of horror movie, he's dying first. You know, (laughs) he's dying first. (laughs) And it wasn't racist. Now that would be a racist idea because of how goofy shit is. It was just kind of one of those things where it's like it's kind of like a joke, right? Like Mm -hmm. uh, South Park, again, not to, you know, just continue talking about it. It's just such a good show, dude. I mean, like people need to watch the chat GPT show that they just released is incredible. I don't know if you guys watch this. They're making new episodes of South Park. Yeah, there's they Uh, just nine seasons. They are. No. How many seasons is it? Do you know, Luis? How many seasons? Oh, 26. Oh, it's way more than than that. Uh, No, they signed on to do an additional certain amount of seasons and then like nine movies. So okay, so I just heard so H when HBO uh so they so and so when they sold the show, the only thing is that they also gave back a lot of back content to Paramount. Right. So they're super the H- HBO is like hella pissed right now at the team because the way they structured the contract, they basically fooled them. <laughs> so no, they, I mean, they so got their it. cake and they ate it too. Yeah, I mean that's why Park the Park Park they went and bought the after after they became basically billionaires, they went and bought that uh, chain that food chain, and the and the mayor of the city was like, "Yay, that's fun!" <laughs> yeah, I forgot what what was the chain that Casita the the Mexican Cas- Casa Bonita. Yeah, he they they were like, "We were gonna buy the whole company." 
Yeah, dude. I mean, yeah, I I actually looked up their net worth. It's like six hundred million for one and four hundred million for another one. So between together, make a billionaire. Uh, I mean, it's a certain amount of money. It doesn't matter. It's just literally a number on a balance sheet. They're expecting whatever the hell they want, whenever they want access to anything. Yep. Yeah, I was little. My parents used to let us watch South Park with the volume turned off. (laughs) So you could watch the cartoon. Right, and it's like looking back on it now, like they did that was just as bad. It. Right, it was probably worse. No context, <laughs> like the opposite of scrambled porn. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> no, no, they remember the UFO right. episode, the Cartman. Yeah, yeah, where uh, the yeah. whole satellite comes out of his ass. <laughs> yeah, well, like no they... context. You get no context. Yeah. You see a, a UFO coming out of por- Cartman. It's like, what's going on? <laughs> If you have uh, Paramount Plus or HBO or whatever it is that it's on right now, I think it's on Hulu. Maybe, maybe definitely HBO. It's, it's probably it's on HBO Max for sure. They they released a Chat GPT episode recently, and it's it, I mean they just came out with this just like a couple days ago, and it is perfect. It, it shows like the the craziness of what's going on right now with like content creation. The whole premise of the episode is like Stan is talking with his girlfriend, but it's never Stan talking with him. He's like, man, I don't have time to talk to her. So he's just having the chat GPT, you know, say everything <laughs> that the that the girlfriend wants to hear constantly in text messages. And she's like, I love you more than ever, you know, and, and it gets even crazier right now because of all the the video capabilities. Right. right. And we were talking about this last week, I think, with the filters now that you can, you know, you we can be zooming right now and somebody can have a filter up. Yeah. We were talking about it last week, because now if you put your hand in front of your face, the lips don't go on my hands. Your lips right. stay there. And so you can be talking with somebody on yeah. video and, and they're still deceiving you. Yeah, we're not even here right now. Uh, this is <laughs> <laughs> chat Nico and chat Rosie. <laughs> These are our yeah, avatars. I mean, <laughs> I mean, in theory, you will eventually be able to train a system to operate as you to a given extent and make that version your uh, mini clone of See, you. I have a problem with all this tech side of it. I think we can do a lot of this shit naturally and we're forcing it into a technological side because I think there was like you know, people had telekinetic powers back in the day when they were more connected. I feel like there's a lot more power within us that we think the only way we're going to get it is through a machine or interacting with a machine. Whereas if we went deeper inside, there's a better well, chance. Of if us I told you, it. you could achieve it, but it would take you 10 years of meditation. Or I can plug this into your veins and you get the same ability in two days. Yes. And that's humanity nowadays. Do you want it Mm -hmm. quick and easy or do you want to work for it? And that's the problem with us. We would rather the quick, easy fix, which in the long run is synthetic. It's not natural and it's not the same. It's never going to be. It's a, it's a replication of the real thing. Do you so, think humans actually had these abilities back then, or do you think that that's just some sort of like fantastical idea? Without a doubt, I, I think I yeah. think they did. I mean, let's go a little woo here. I mean, we've had moments where we've had like it, just the simple thing, like if I'm at work or whatever, I can predict when she's going to call, and it's not like a pattern. I've had a situation one time where I was in the shower meditating, like I was <laughs> sitting on the floor in the shower, sitting there. And I was just saying her name and this was like early in the morning and she came upstairs and went into the bathroom and was like, 
Why did I come up here? Again, that could be just pure coincidence, but well, your radio, your radio, yes. So, yeah. so there is this, this is the thing. There is confirmation of something of the sort. Now the problem is, how do you harness it and focus? Right, it? but mm-hmm. right, something of that. I have had a similar situation myself with a, an old partner. I heard her thought and I responded to her, and she was like, "I didn't say anything." How, what? You we just responded it. to my thought. All the yes. time in the car, I'll say something. She'll be like, why did you just say that? I was just thinking about it. And I know a lot of it is behavioral patterns and getting used to a person and, you know, predicting thoughts. But there is this like magical element to it that frequency. Yeah. yeah. And it, it's, it, we, it's like a radio. Mm-hmm. Right. We talked about it before and you you can turn it. And if you guys are in tune, you're going to hear that sweet music. Right. Mm-hmm. And as soon as you tweak that radio and get off the same frequency, you're going to hear static until mm-hmm. you tune into the next station and that may not be you two that may be you and your son nico right right? and And, matt how many times have i sent you something and you've been like no fucking way dude like it was just and vice versa it happens a lot it's just i'm telling i i know i can't say a hundred percent of fact but like we we can hone this in somehow i don't it might take 10 years of meditation it might take dumb luck who knows but like we are definitely capable of it and I think another thing is we also have things working against us. They didn't with the bombardment of different frequencies and waves that are hitting us on a constant basis with the fact that our air is polluted, right? And and they spray our skies. That's a disconnect from the natural light. And I think there's been so many disconnects and unnatural barriers put in the way that yeah, I think it's going to take more than it would have taken them because of what's been done to us. And what's inside i mean us chemically i mean we've we've been poisoned you know how no matter how well you eat your body's not as clean as it needs to be uh, and not- organic food i mean it's like a joke now even organic or labeled organic still has pesticides and shit sprayed on it mm-hmm. like it, you can't trust anything anymore yeah and i just think I, I i after the research that i'm doing and looking into a lot of this stuff and then you look at some you know you look at the especially in the far east there's a lot of of you could say documentation or myths of different forms of communication different forms of travel uh you know anti-gravity stuff that they had that we don't have and i think that explains a lot of the and it's you know a lot of people are like oh that's woo woo but no we anti-gravity is not woo woo if if you can <laughs> i don't know how to you even can, describe well, it. well well a better way is thinking about get gravity cancellation or gra- yeah. gravity there you go mm-hmm. uh you can think of that objective force as if you can try to nullify it then it would seem as if you're having anti but you're just nullif- nullifying the effects potentially that could be a way to play around with it and that's potentially how it exists i mean with the insane amount of ufo sightings that have existed since we have been recording uh the idea for thousands of years because there's not a recent situation there's a huge old painting from the 1500s where it was a town in germany and the 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 sky was covered in and so that wood carving yeah there is other sightings in, in in hundreds of years later same thing so people are not just making this stuff up when when people they, when you were in school, you were like, oh, this is just mythology. This is like 
It came from somewhere. Where was that somewhere? Why are you always defaulting to fantasy? Because that's all you understand is fantasy. Because now, do you do you think the recent stuff is more Project Bluebeam with this recent uptick of UFO oh, things? I mean, there's Cause... been like real crazy UFO sightings. Forget about what the hell happened with the government. That was that was uh, the government just screwing around with people. That was just mm-hmm. balloons. Yeah. What they did was the NORAD's detection system. They were filtering out those balloons. Somebody was like, why don't we turn that filter off? Bloop. Oh, oh, well, well, there's a lot of balloons out here now. So NORAD was always seeing it. They just turned off the filter, but they they spent a million dollars because they shot two of the missiles, plus the fact that it cost uh, over one hundred thousand dollars to get one of those jets off the ground. People don't get the moment that jet powered on. It was eighty thousand dollars just when the powered on the power came on on the jet shooting 90s missiles at them. You know, we're we're shooting four hundred. 400,000 per missile. Yep. And they shot two. And they they explained they couldn't shoot bullets because the because of the altitude and the plane has to go to a minimum speed. So this basically would catch up to the bullets. That's why they were explaining they couldn't shoot bullets at it. So when do you draw the line between like government psyop and actual UFO sighting? I mean, I think that that's it's a it's a really hard thing to do. I mean, you see UFO sightings happening all over Latin America. And trust me, those countries do not have the, the budgets to fake it. But don't you think that the U.S. The does? Trails. Because the U.S. has their long dick the in US... all of Latin America. Just, yeah, but the U.S. is not faking anything over I there. Think... If anything, it's experimental aircraft. That's a different situation altogether. Yeah, that would I, still I... be a UFO, though. Yes. Yes, but uh, shape-shifting ships are generally not on the recipe of American technology that we know of. We can do we can do propulsion without without uh, navigation. Well, yeah, you're right. Um, So you can look up even on YouTube. People are building uh, lift without uh, propellers or anything. And a few years ago, I saw this guy that built a bigger version that it could float very well. And he was trying to sell it to the military and such. Evidently, that technology has been around since 2009. So mm. we probably have uh, drones that don't have blades flying through the skies silent. So that's probably in existence. If the Chinese, which are experts at drones, and the idea with the Chinese is what they're developing for weapons is imagine you shoot like a thousand drones at a battleship. That distorts the, the, the targeting system of a battleship. So with that, you just shoot one missile after you threw the, the, the swarm and boom, you destroyed a two billion dollar battleship with just drones. Mm. Yeah. And anybody interested in more on, you know, um, unidentified and, and, and objects like that, go check out Generation Z on YouTube and his Patreon, because I, I've done a couple podcasts with him the last couple of weeks on some free energy stuff. And we did one, we just recorded one last night on electric universe with uh, Matthew Smith from marvelous old world. And we were talking about a lot about UFOs and anti-gravity and he's just the next level mind. He, he actually, he's a scientist. He works in labs. He does lots of high end experiments and man, the stuff that he was talking about is just next level. So Go mm. go check out Generation Z. Dave Dave is a wealth of knowledge. If anyone's interested in this stuff, 
Yeah, he is a very smart dude. I don't understand half of the shit he says, but Me yeah, neither. We were dude. joking last night. We're like, do not trip and listen to Dave talk because <laughs> you'll go insane. And then and then Matt Matt's like, okay, fine. I'm just gonna smoke and I'm gonna sit and listen to this podcast probably two more times because he. I mean, he's just it, it was amazing stuff. He we were talking about. It was so so fun. Yeah, interesting dude for sure. I I like that kind of shit. It's what needs to be talked about, man. This, you know, if uh, if that stuff's talked about on like a normal, casual level, then it becomes more normalized. And I think that it kind of like just helps lift up like the the average like understanding of all this shit. So, well, it's good, he came out with an interesting uh, idea last night, telling us that you know a lot of the stuff that NASA has pushed out there is half of the story, like literally half. Like their their diagrams and stuff where they say the things end at one point. No, it keeps going and forms a circuit. And and they've literally manipulated things to invert or distort to the fact that he, and he's like, it's just they, they keep feeding us bullshit. Where does he sit on the whole space and like flat earth thing? Uh, I don't know. I you'd have to ask him. I because you mean, know what? Space. If he's a, if he's a glober, I'd love to have him and Bob talk. Because oh God, I mean, no, no, it's not worth it, Bob. Um, Bob, Bob, we've seen Bob debate. We're good. With I know. Bob's I just want to. I want to see because I don't. I don't think that the way you know. I love Bob. I just don't think. No, that me flat too. Earth... I just. I don't want another flat Earth debate. I'm done with it. I'm so. I, I know. Uh, but the thing is, I want. See, that's the thing. I want these flat Earthers to realize that they're all just regurgitating each other's propaganda. No one is able to know. But flat earthers are very, very like they're willing to die on their shield when it comes they're to this conversation. They're willing to die on erroneous math, which I love that part. They're like, but this math, but I'm like, what? Dude, See, that's the thing. Okay. And I'm not talking shit about flat earthers because it is an interesting debate. The, 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 the points that they bring up are very interesting, but I would just love for somebody that is very like legitimately intelligent and not funded by NASA like fucking Neil deGrasse Tyson or any of these people to come and just like talk to somebody that is logical. Right. I, I mean, tr I tried and he screamed at me like a petulant child. Oh, you talked with Bob. Yeah. It, yeah. It he is, does that. He I, does I, that. He, he, he gets broke. very angry. He just uh, broke. again, again, but, shout out Bob. I, I like Bob a lot. I love he's a, Bob. He's a Don't get me wrong. Right. It's just that he's heated about it. And it's like, that's why I want to have, I want to have a discussion where there's, it's almost illegal to call each other names. It's illegal to yell we, like, we, let's we, had, buzzer. we had one. We yeah, had yeah, one. So dude, the day. That's what I'm saying. It's that's possible. what I'm saying. I brought this up a while ago when we were talking about this. Run it like a UFC fight where the referees are actually going to call penalties. If you if you throw an ad hominem out, that's a negative point. You're doing you're doing three five minute rounds or maybe three ten minute fifteen minute rounds, and you're sitting there. And if somebody says, "Dude, you're a fucking idiot," that's a negative point. And all these things are ten nines minimum. If somebody throws an insult, that's a point deduction, so it's a ten eight. And every insult after that is a, you know, 10, seven, 10, six. And it gets to the point where it's like, yeah, you have to have a respectable discussion. Um, I don't know. It, to me, it's just interesting because the flat earth uh, versus globe earth thing is very, it's very goofy to me. Uh, the way how that gets heated where there's so many other more important things. I, I That's not relevant to me. The flat earth no. versus round earth thing is not important. But no, I, I think I used that to it, be it, into it and it just 
I, like like everything else, I think it's somewhere in the middle. I think, I think it's an energy vampire because I don't think it's flat or round. It's probably right. a fucking cube yeah. or like a convex <laughs> weird, uh, you know, some pentagon or, an or something. egg or, you know, it's it's a it's flat within a circle. It's it's just who cares? I yeah, mean, right. I we, get the fact that they lie and I understand. I don't know what it is, but right, that's not debatable. Nobody they, does. <laughs> you know, like you, you, you can't. Nobody's been up there to see what's down here. The pictures well, we've seen are bullshit. I, I, I will say that we are reaching that point where it'll be more accessible. So that'll be uh, the end of that debate in a few, in a while. But the, the real debate, which I, I find it hilarious, some flat earthers transition to uh, simulation theory, which mm. has more validity. That was me. Yeah. Has more validity to it. So if you want to speak about flat earth, like, wait, why don't you just look at it deeper and think, well, if the earth is flat, then the earth is a simulation. Yes. And it's right. all about perspective. And 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 this is why uh you, you won't know, sound I, as ridiculous if you say that the universe is a simulation, because actual quantum physicists also support to a degree that potentiality in relationship to the absolute like the idea that we are base reality is lower than the idea that we that we're not. And because it all boils down to your consciousness. If you think this place is flat, all you're going to find is signs that it's flat. If you think it's a globe, you're going to find all the information you need to support since that. I, since I was a kid, I saw that I could see the curvature. So I don't know what to tell people. I could see the, but that's me. When right. I look at the sky, I can see the curvature of the atmosphere, even though people would think that's not possible. That's yeah, it's all your perspective. Like Matt said, it just, it literally depends on how your brain sees the universe so if you see it as a hot dog it, it's you we live on hot dog earth you know what i mean like you got hot dogs on the mind there i got hot dogs on the mind <laughs> no hey, did you make the spaghetti don't. dog i have made them in the past lovely <laughs> we used to do shit to like piss my aunt off because my aunt uh they like to really pretend that they're like high society type people so like <laughs> we would do like shitty things to go to like uh say Christmas Eve or whatever. And she'd tell everyone you have to bring like a dish. So we would do spaghetti stuck through hot dogs, boil them, <laughs> and make like the little spaghetti noodle thing. Fuck yeah. Or like one time we took, we bought one of those big giant buckets of cheese balls and we stuck like fancy toothpicks in each one and put them on a platter. Fuck and yeah. It just pisses her off. Everyone ate them. But like just anything to like <laughs> piss her off and like there's just a platter of cheese balls on her fancy charcuterie table, you know, just <laughs> nice. Make like two cheese balls with a piece of salami in the middle and it's like a Yeah, nice just like order. trashy ass shit we would do. That's not nice. irritator. What uh, would you dip what would be the trashiest thing to deep dip the cheese ball into? Nacho cheese. I mean, just like make it a cheese. No, that actually sounds good. No, you got to think of like that choice. <laughs> ranch dressing, then something just. <laughs> oh, oh, oh man! Yeah, ranch is the go-to trash dip. But what about like um... cheese ball trash? That actually, that, that's it. That's the worst combination I think you could think of potentially. Cheese balls cheese ball and ranch. ranch. Yeah, yeah I don't know, it tastes good though. I, like... you imagine it tastes good. It's like a. What about like uh, like peanut sauce, right? Well, like they said the, uh... watermelon and mustard, which I haven't tried, but evidently watermelon and mustard mixes well. 
there's this thing called cracker cuisines that's on instagram and he he does all kinds of trashy foods like he'll mix like chocolate milk and mayonnaise and it's things that's just like combinations that people tell him to try and uh it's pretty interesting i i really get a get a good kick out of that show whenever he drops new videos or like the guy that cooks old recipes on tiktok that guy like the fast soccer the 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 blonde fast talker you guys have seen him uh-uh. no oh he's he's great he he just uh really high energy and he just cooks a really old recipes from sometimes over a hundred years ago and just tries to see how they taste and sometimes that's right up matt's alley oh, there yeah oh yeah Dude, that's he, what you need to do dude you need to have a fucking cooking 4, thousand show. he had four thousand concurrent watchers the other day i mean i have another i know another tiktoker he just does asmr and he He's gotten up to 20,000 concurrent watchers. How many bots, though? Yeah, TikTok is tough. No, no, no. I I mean, he got up to 20,000, but he has he gets on average 4,000. So he makes a living Hmm. on that. Hey, bots are paying me. I'll take the money. You know what I mean? People. Yeah, that's a that's a sideshow for you, buddy. 1800s cooking. Yeah, there is a show on that on youtube i've seen but still explore because yeah. you can do your own twist on things and honestly that's the thing about when you create is what's your version and if your version uh, connects to an audience and connects because of your language and your structure that's what matters really i gotta get in costume right right to get like uh, a dude, <laughs> so- beacon of this renaissance fairs what are your guys thoughts oh, i've Jesus always God. wanted to go to a big, renaissance fair try to get in armor and fight someone dude massive I used, fan i used to think they were retarded and now i would go in a heartbeat oh yeah man no we have one every year here in in uh, phoenix and they're a blast they're so good what are you? Are you skeptical, Nico? I mean, no, I'm into it, man. I oh, no, I can see him going as a wizard. So, man. Every oh, yeah. month, every month they have uh, sword fights uh, in, here in Central Park. Uh, oh, LARPing. Have, no, they're fighting. oh, like the guy that we had on. Ryan. They're Remember actually that? they're yeah, actually yeah, 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 yeah. That really fights with armor and shit. Yeah, no, what's that legit. shit called? I don't know. I went after I heard that episode. I went down a rabbit hole and watched it, and it's freaking intense, dude. It's dude. crazy. Like, yeah, They're using real weapons. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Oh yeah, that's. I mean, obviously shit. they're blunted, but they're fighting. But they're, they're hitting each other full, full flesh, full, full contact. They're not I, I can back. assure you, this is full contact yeah. sport. That's insane. Yeah, man. Get the. Have fuck you guys ever been amazing. to medieval times? Medieval times, no, but dude, I'll show you something right now. Dude, they use like wooden swords at medieval times. That shit's so nerfed. Which, Uh by the way, if you think about it, liability-wise, wait, you're hitting each other with wooden sticks. What if that wood flies off while steel barely ever like breaks? Yeah, yeah. But you're in. They're in like an arena. You're up high, but it was Uh, just. They give you like a, you know, silver platter with like half a chicken on it when you go there. Yeah, look at that. Is it worth going to a place like that? I mean, I went when I was in like sixth grade and I thought it was awesome. And Dude, I was it's, big into like all that stuff. Epic. Yeah. Half it's, chicken, baked potato. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You mm-hmm. get like an old school dinner. There was this episode of Iron Chef where they made a medieval dinner. And I thought it was such a great thing to watch. That was literally it was mushrooms, pheasant uh, and something else. Pheasant is delicious. Have you guys ever had pheasant before? Yeah, dude, I make pheasant like I used they to make fun often. of it in The Sopranos. Paulie was making fun of it. But yeah, no, it tastes good. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think I have. 
yeah smoke dude, pheasant, no. dude it's it's phenomenal it's epic and you yeah. feel like a giant because you can uh-huh. eat an entire thing to yourself if you're yeah. really hungry <laughs> so it's like eating a full turkey dinner like but like the full turkey yourself but dude yeah renaissance fairs are super fun uh everyone should go to at least one now do you go full garb right no no i go there and and i just hang out just i would it. i i mean dude i haven't been to one in, in probably 10 years but if I went today, I would absolutely definitely go as something. Go, I don't know what. And with the idea that you're going to change clothing and then you switch clothing in and then you just blend in. No, yeah. I'm driving there. I'm driving there in my garb. You uh, riding a horse? Uh, if I can get one for free, you know, I'll ride a horse to Phoenix. That's about 100 miles. <laughs> Your <laughs> ass will be sore for a month. Yeah, just go to sleep. I got to arrive a week early just to recover and then... <laughs> You know, yeah, you're going full rent on, you know, you're 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 doing the whole experience. Yeah, man. No, it's a blast. And then those in like fucking like steampunk festivals, like festivals are where it's at, man. They're fun. They're a good time. And like, you know, maybe they seem a little nerdy, but you just got to like kind of like let yourself go to the whole fun funness of it. I hit up yeah. Comic-Con once in New York City. It was awesome. It's, that's got to be such a good time. Oh, dude, it was so much fun. Again, I went in skeptical of it. I'm like, oh, this is going to be just weird. Dude, you meet so many fucking cool people there. Like, so many people with cool stories. It's awesome. Okay, so where do you draw the line? Would you go to a furry convention? Fuck no. I would. No. I once <laughs> was in a bar, and slowly... <laughs> I love this story already. Into- it turned into a pup uh, beat up. So, you know, I've seen those men. Remember the the colonel that was wearing one of those? Uh, yeah, I don't like those dominatrix dog things. That puppy play shit. I'm not into that. Yeah, I'm into the, the furry thing where it's not gay. slowly turned into that. And I was like, yeah, oh, no. I mean, no kink shame. But I was like, oh, OK. <laughs> yeah. slowly converted. And we, yeah. we were just finishing. But I was like, oh, OK, that's that. That's a choice. I just never was in the room where everybody was slowly turning into that as the see, like, I would watch it there. I have this rule in my head where I'll watch anyone have sex with anyone as long as they're willing to have sex, right? Like anyone I'll watch have sex with anybody. No kids, no fucked up, you know, rape shit. But if they're two willing people, I'll watch it. You know, <laughs> Oprah and Donald Trump. Tell me you're not watching them have sex. If they're right in front of you, you're watching that shit. Okay, um, anybody? Didn't Oprah didn't uh, Trump bang Condi Rice? Was that uh, her in that video? Or no, there was a deep fake. You didn't see the deep fake porn with Trump? No, no, I only watch AOC deep fakes. Those oh, are there's, fun. There's one of Trump banging somebody. I can't remember who it is. There's probably somebody yelling at me right now. And then there's one of Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> oh, God, what are you watching? Uh, okay, your watch history must break people's brains. Yeah, when the future civilization finds hacks into the 5g and that's all they find <laughs> it's just all these just deep fakes yeah. your politics nancy pelosi they're like this lady was a fucking congresswoman in new york this chick that's just sucking a huge cock yeah man it's it's fun you know but uh yeah nico good point bringing up the uh the renaissance festivals i think that ours might be coming up here in arizona yeah, we also have like the one. greek festivals and stuff you're going to one you said yeah no i i I want to go to one, but oh, uh, dude. another question. Have you ever been to the Tucson gem mm-hmm. show? Of course, man. I didn't get to go this year, but I go all the time. You, usually every year. I was just low on funds this year. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't want to go and and be tempted into buying shit, but it's a good time and uh, a lot of a lot of interesting people at those that that sell shit. Mm-hmm. It's massive. Yeah, that's what I've heard. I went to the one that's in Massachusetts this year, whatever the Crystal Rock Gem Mineral Show, and it was pretty cool. But I've heard the Tucson one is just like insane, and it's like six weeks long or something like that, isn't it? Is this what you were talking about? Oh, this is <laughs> yes. This is a uh, a twenty five thousand dollar Lego uh, Harley or motorcycle that this guy's showing off on a show here. Check this out. Permission to carefully. Touch, permission to touch one bit very carefully. It's like you guys will get a chance to have a look at this in a moment. But even the brake levers, oh. even the brake levers work. That's the level That's of detail. Cool. Like the the brake cables. One of my favorite bits is the suspension and the engine on this. Oh, no! 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 Oh, that had to be a problem. <laughs> that had to be a problem. That was dramatic. We can fix it. <laughs> that actually is fixable, but it's just yeah. Yeah, but it took it took 175 people or, or 35 people 175 hours to get that thing done. The thing is, the reason why I think it's fake is because that's glued. So if that were glued, that wouldn't shatter like that. It would have yeah. had to have you been do, glued, you'd think. When you, when you do those sculptures, they're constantly adding glue to it. So I've mm-hmm. seen people do it. It doesn't break. No. It would just do like... And yeah, like that's, maybe a uh, that breaks your off. heart saying that. So yeah, yeah you would think that, they would that was staged, it. but that was a good staging. I it was I good. It was, yeah, it's on the Lego website. I was like, oh, this is yeah, great. it's good. It's marketing. Yeah. Well, here's they the were thing. like, you're gonna pay you to do it again. I'm like, oh, okay, right. cool. Yeah, no, I would, I would absolutely lose my shit if I saw. That. <laughs> Dude, yeah, that, if like you built that hits too? me on like an emotional level, but like okay. the price of Legos is insane right now. Have right. Matt does like your son into Legos at all? I mean. Not as much as he used to. He used to be big into Legos like two, three years ago. Like when he was uh, seven, he got into mm-hmm. a big Mario Lego and Star yeah. Wars Lego. Dude, some of those sets were a couple hundred bucks. Exactly. Right. Like there was a Millennium Falcon one I saw. It was like $900. Yep. <laughs> for a Lego. I was like, what? Like They have them now I'm... with, you know, like hydraulic lifts and stuff in them there. There's some real high end Legos. Some stuff. of that connect to your fucking smartphone and shit. I yep, bought a yep. goddamn uh, $50 bonsai tree Lego set that I put together. It's pretty dope. That's Rosie cool. wants that one. The bonsai tree Lego. Oh, dude, I'll bring it out real quick before we get out of here. Because, yeah, <laughs> it was a good time. Go, go, go. Go yeah, dude, it. it was sick. While we're waiting, I'll, I'll play this. Ryan's going to show uh, his bonsai tree. <laughs> Oh shit! What happened? It, it's up deep in your machine. What good stuff, Dick? Can we see? Yeah, huh? yeah, they're they're insane. My son has like these Mario Legos that connect to the iPad, and it like oh, I saw that one. Yeah, and it, like you can make the whole course and play a level of old Mario. No, the, the 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 fun uh, VR one is uh, the one we can do with the Switch. Oh, that's cool. She's a little weird. dusty here, but you know these pink things are frogs. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and they tell you to either put on the green or the pink and the white, and we put on all of them. That's so it's cool. extra big. You know, we, we're real rebels over here. And what's cool is, that, you know, this thing's a little, like, display thing. So, you know, you set it on there. I mean, this is what's cool, dude. Like, they, they make this shit marketable for, you know, middle-aged people. So mm-hmm. there it is. <gasps> is that the Lego? 
Yeah. Yeah. It's a little Lego tray. Oh, I love it. I wanted one of those. You wanted one yeah, for Christmas. Yeah. Oh. See, and then that's... there's like a bouquet, a floral bouquet too. You know yeah, there's a nice flower one. When you can sell to children and adults and they're both like not judging the company because the company's smart enough to not get into politics. Dude, the Lego, I think they're <laughs> uh, Swedish or something or no, uh, Danish. 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 And it dude, they are nice. It tra- Lego translates to play nice. Nice. Yeah. The story of that company is incredible. I think that there's a, a you know a, a breakdown of it on like Netflix or some shit, and it's just a wild like the innovation at that company. It's like, dude, if any of us were that creative, like a fraction of that, I mean, you're, you're never having a fucking like work again. And they like turned it into something nice. And they have you know? a rabid following too. Dude, yeah. I mean, people are obsessed with this shit. You know, there's people that like spend free time just creating like new pieces. Yeah, there's people that they that have, can like, make. Whole, their whole basement is scenes, you know, like to the team. Well, with 3D printing now, there's people that are like, you know, making 3D printing, um, you know, mechanisms and shit that fit in with the whole Lego universe and stuff. It's wild, dude. It's a it's a fascinating uh, concept of the whole thing, but. Well, and like yeah, you just, said, they have a great sense. idea where they work with the people, right? People are selling them ideas and they're buying, you know, different concepts left and right. I just saw a, a, another Star Wars one. There was some cool Star Wars set that some kid just created and he sold it to Lego. And I'm like, oh, that's awesome. They're like, yeah, yeah. it'll be available in like summertime. Because you know how prideful those people are that sell. They're like, yeah, I sold this shit to Lego. And then they're like just fucking like sold on the company. They're telling their friends about it. And it's like continuing to be talked about. So, yeah, dude, Lego's the shit, man. Like, I'm not a huge like this is the only Lego thing that we have here. But it's just, you know, it's it's a dope company. Yeah. Yeah. I love doing them. They've been out for a while. Oh, I know. Because like. I don't know. We get like the crazy. Your parents bought the older one that like Harry Potter thing. Fuck yeah! <laughs> Little guy like stuck all the stickers on the wrong thing, and oh. it was like <laughs> it was heartbreaking, man. And it's like they get mixed up, and it, I'm like so anal about it. I try to keep all the things in the right bag. Like, no, this piece goes to this, and he's just gotta let go. I, I, it's I, meant I to be a though. fun thing. Yeah, yeah. I take. I remember one of the most <laughs> epic epic christmas presents i ever got was like a old school medieval lego set and my dad uh instead of like giving us the box for christmas he gave me the like uh, like whole built version of the lego castle and it was under the tree like fully built already and it had like trap doors and everything it was so sick and yeah it was it was just one of the dopest things i remember that christmas for the rest of my life it was wild so yeah, dude, Lego Legos out there building memories. Sounds like I'm sponsored by these motherfuckers, but yeah, I'm not. It it's just a, it's just a cool company, man. But yeah, going back to like '90s toys and stuff. What was your? But let's let's wrap it up on this. What was your favorite childhood toy? And everyone can go around. It doesn't have to be '90s. '80s, well, '90s. Matt and I were teenagers in the '90s. Yeah, so my know. childhood was the '80s. <laughs> yeah, mine too. My favorite toy in the nineties was a bong. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Someone else count, go first. It has glass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I gotta think. Hmm. For me, it was Ninja Turtles. I'm just gonna. That was like most of my early childhood was Ninja Turtles related. Yeah, I'm, okay. I'm in the Star uh, Star Wars or GI Joe action figure realm. That was huge. 
Like when we, and that, you know, either that like Transformers, He-Man, it was a lot of action. That was the boom of the action figure era. Yeah. I, I remember, I remember going to my dad's uh, parents' house and we'd go up there for Thanksgiving and they'd bring out the old, my dad's old GI Joe, which are like, you know, Barbies. Now they were the, the full, uh, I don't know if they were eight inch, six inch, eight inch dolls, but they, they were like big 12, I think. Yeah, big dolls. Big, and they yeah. act, the coolest part, though, was they had a cannon and it actually fired a le- real length straw. So and and you could shoot that thing, you know, well across the room. You just pulled it back, let it pop. And, and but the G.I. Joe's were huge. And that was the thing. It was like, oh, man. You can't really carry them around. They were bulky. And then they came out with these little four-inch action figures. And that was just a game changer. Yeah, and that was Star Wars and G.I. Joe, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all those things. Transformers 2, Beast Wars, uh, but also Gundams. I like to assemble the Gundams. I don't Ooh. know if you ever did the sets. Those are really fun and interesting. Uh, yeah. they're pretty complicated. They can take you up to six hours to build, especially like a master grade or or perfect grade. But those are interesting. You can get them for pretty cheap, honestly, because they're yeah. basically plastic. Uh, well, it's like a Lego, but ten thousand times more complicated than Lego. Yeah, a lot more mm-hmm. intricate than a Lego. Yeah, because it can it can literally yeah. do anything. And I saw that they're bringing those back. I saw some at Target, like couple days a week ago i bought one of those at target just to see those models but because it it was an old model like a recreation it was a high grade one Mm -hmm. but and you would prefer i mean if that's a good one to start with and Mm -hmm. then you can get a master (laughs) then perfect Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, nico just what you need another vice yeah no i'm good (laughs) (laughs) no no it's it's well it's something create uh creative to just play around with it's like oh, okay how this goes and such oh yeah with your Bottles. obsessive yeah perfect mm-hmm. nico yeah uh... yeah <laughs> rosie did you have a favorite toy oh yeah well i was on the i i liked um he-man and she-ra i had those okay. action figures fair and then i remember even <laughs> begging to get the wrestling um oh the ring the ring I wanted that. Nico and so I talked weird. about this. I I don't know. I, I was such a tomboy, but I was like a ballerina too. So like I was like in beauty pageants and shit when I was like <laughs> little. So I don't know. I was like I was rebelling, or if I really liked that shit. But like I had like all the people, all the kids in the area who were boys. I was always on the bike. I constantly hurt myself. Like, but no one cared, you know. Um, and so, <laughs> right. um, that. But then I had every My Little Pony. The whole thing. Hey, dude, My Little Ponies are iconic. Iconic. And I still can smell that smell of the My Little Pony. Yeah. It's such a unique smell. My sister had every single one of them. And I it was like Puerto Rico. I never understood the obsession with them. Oh, my oh, God. They're <laughs> awesome. Like, you, you brush, brush their... them. Yes. They're iconic. Dude. <laughs> you braid their hair, their tails. And then um, they just came out with the vintage style ones at Target. Like, two years ago so i collected a bunch of them and so, strawberry shortcake too she sure. care bears like, any care, bear care action? bears oh okay. uh, yeah and even you know what i'm gonna say garbage pail kids the, i would collect those garbage cards pail. but the original cabbage patch cabbage patch kids okay yeah 
it was it was more like it was so weird because after watching your your stuff on it Matt it was like whoa my mom wanted me to have that more than I wanted it mm -hmm. and yeah, I it realized like a, it was like a status symbol for your parents like if yes. you could get your kid a cabbage patch you were a worthy parent it was like right. in the what, 90s. what was that robot that spoke the teddy bear teddy ruxpin Yes. Oh, it freaked me weird. out. It freaked me out. I had well, one of those. It's even two. scarier when you take the tape out and he keeps talking. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's when you've got to fucking smash that shit with a hammer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys seen that movie Megan? That that it's no. like a, I, I haven't that, seen dude. it, but I saw the trailer for that. Yeah. It's fairly good. It's kind of corny, kind of cheesy, but it's also like it's like a uh, AI version of Chucky. So well, if you're if okay. you're watching it the same mindset as Chucky. It's very good for modern times. They also did a Black Mirror episode with Miley Cyrus. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And that yep. was a really good one to watch. And it's the doll, and the doll becomes sentient. Yep, it's the same. That's the same it's, concept as that Megan movie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, but dude, I got to share this because Nico, you mentioned Ninja Turtles, and by the way, Rosie, I mean, have yeah, you guys coming out with a new movie? No, no, no. I'm not sharing a movie here, but though. It... I don't know if you guys have all watched like the toys that made us on Netflix. Yes. Speaking about this right now, everyone needs to watch that. Uh, there's WWE. There's My Little Pony. There's fucking oh, okay. Ninja Turtles. There's all these different great toys that uh, brought up the 80s and 90s kids. It's fucking epic. Absolutely incredible. Okay. This is an incredible mashup that some people were doing, and this is the only thing that I could find. I couldn't find an actual box of it. But there was a Star Wars Ninja Turtles mashup. And this is a nice Ninja Turtles, Chewbacca, and Yoda right here that they actually released in the 90s. These were C-3PO on his back? That's Yoda. What? No, that's C-3PO. Yeah, uh, that's Donatello C-3PO. That's a broken yeah. C-3Po. Okay, yeah. well then I guess they're not sharing. They're not sharing the Yoda picture. But yes, this is Chewbacca. And then yeah, apparently there's uh there's a nice uh Nice That's version of him. I'll have to post some of them because I well, still it, have. Well, it was because Hasbro was the manufacturer, so Hasbro was the had the capability to mix the media up with the right permissions. Yeah, well, let me like... have, uh, the old. They're they're all beat up and not in great shape, but I have like the Universal Monsters mashup with Ninja Turtles. So it's like Leonardo's the Wolfman, uh, Michelangelo's oh, I Frankenstein. I don't have those. That sound fun. Um, who else? Donatello's a vampire, and uh, who's the other one? Raphael's like a mummy. But the, create, the creative <clears throat> lines that were developing these products back then were pretty solid, and and it's really sad to see that they just became. Are those so WWE inactive. mashups go up a yeah, little? Yeah, so they the did some sick ones. Yeah, right here. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. See, never saw those. Yeah, never saw Macho those. and Sting. But yeah. they. they they created a TV show to sell a toy product. Now that's what the eighties was all about though. Part right? of the reason why you don't trickle down economics, baby is because they became illegal. Give or take the laws were changed. That's yep. why YouTube actually broke these rules for a long period of time. So you could say YouTube kind of broke, uh, opened up the window for this type of product to come back out again. But it's interesting. It, it was the it was uh, basically no advertising to children law because we know how advertising to children has very uh, powerful effects. Yeah, for sure, dude. I mean, yeah, it's very. And then I have I'm a. Just trying to find a box. I have a Leonardo that's like a 
Indian chief, a Native American one. And it's like, right. I mean, that's so politically you incorrect. Yeah. Too. Hey. It is. Yeah, dude. It's turtle. Um, uh, am I spelling turtle wrong? No. Um, you, you spelled Chewbacca and Ninja wrong. Oh, I did a nook. Oh yeah, Ninja. Ninja. And it's just two C's in Chewbacca. Oh, two C's. Oh, yeah. Chewbacca. Okay. Ah. Hey, well, you know, I guess I just exposed. I'm not really a fucking nerd here. Uh, yeah, they're not showing it. But yeah, dude, I saw this Pretty on rare. Instagram. Where? It's probably pretty rare. Try Google as well. You're using Bing, but try Google. Yeah, it's Google just for- in the box. It's like another level of just insanely cool. Uh, how how this thing looks in the box. But I was going to show my favorite toy as a kid. Um, these Star Wars Poly Pocket type things. Oh, were absolutely- Max, Max Max Max. What was it called? The Max. The what were they called? I yeah, I played not with Star Wars version. Max something? Do you guys remember those? Dude, I don't know what these things were, but they had R2D2, C3PO, and Darth Vader. It was and in that things. it was in that vein. Uh, yeah, they the had a series. Transformers ones too, and they had uh yeah Ninja Turtle ones that would come micro in a, a turtle. It's in the vein yeah. of micro machines. Yes, right. You could you could like go into that. This shit was another level. That's cool. amazing. They, those yeah, were, man. That's right uh, after my time, but those are so cool. But then they, dude, they were so tiny fun. toys because they can choke on them. Yeah, yeah, they got rid of them. I mean, I was I was well into my teens. Mighty Max, Mighty things. Max, Mighty Max. You ever there heard of Mighty go. Max? Look at that, Mighty Max sets. It's that's a Mighty Max set. That's essentially the same thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Mighty Max is what this is called. Let's see if we can find this because yeah, look dude, up I Mighty Max, which things. because it was like Polly Pocket, so you can yep. you can you'll see now. But Mighty Max is like the male version. That of is a, the it says Star Wars Polly Pocket. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mighty Max Star Wars set. Let's see if I can spell this right. Star Wars set. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, dude. I mean, these were just so cool, dude. Like, oh, uh, look at that. Wow. I mean, see, that's Mighty Max. So those first few is Street Mighty Max. Street Sharks and cool? shit. I mean, street you're having oh, I had all the Street Sharks. Your parents up. could go out to dinner, leave you in a fucking room, dude. dude go up, up with okay. these toys. And look up Skull time. Mountain. Look at that. Oh, look huh? at that. See, that's my, that Mighty Max thing. Well, Polly Pocket Mighty Max was the same vein, but go up, go up. The mountain w- was really cool. Okay, which one? Go up a bit more. That Skull Mountain, right there. The red. That thing was so ridiculous. It just right. opened up. It was about this big, like from my table. So it was big. Yeah, like 12, 13 inches, and it just opened up. And so that's the thing that's allowing like creative. See, that's those are people listing it. Yeah, you can try these, these things, man. You can literally get them. I mean, 81 bucks, bucks. $16. I mean, it's, it has no parts. Probably it's missing. Yeah. All parts. It's, I don't give mm-hmm. a fuck. I'll, I'll make the $400 parts. <laughs> if it's mint. Oh, but, my God. But this is the thing with, with the box printing yeah. in about in about 15 years, you're going to be able to recreate this completely in your house. Yep. Right. I mean, it's going to take you a while. But, I mean, it was. But I, you can recreate though. every single one of those pieces. Just that you can 3D print. And the thing is, we can now have a multicolor 3D printing. Now we can do multiple colors. I've seen some 3D printers easily do four colors. Yep. But 
um, eventually we're going to get to a, a ridiculous point. The only thing is when you're doing multiple colors, the amount of waste, well, you can, you can recycle it, but the amount of waste that's generated uh, is ridiculous. The filament waste, but those so, are the figures and each one of those things is like this big. I know my question is when does this come back? Because people are so tired of dumb apps and shit for their kids. Well, what you kids could do you is play you with mix, these things again, you, man. Well, we have is, a theory that Gen X is starting to take over, and that's why you're seeing all these recreations of like He-Man and all these 80s toys are starting right. to come back. Nostalgia. Yeah, it's yeah. happening in China too. The nostalgia element. Uh, that's mm-hmm. all they have that people are saying in China. All they have left is nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it seems like that's all we got here. Yeah, because yeah. no, toys, here it's toys are terrible. Like, I don't even know what toys are for kids anymore like they're yeah, just my son just oh, plays with action figures that's just, it like it, wwe it, no if you look them up they're just regurgitations and they're really garbage regurgitations just go to um toys are us whatever the toys are us and just browse through whatever the hell real fast whatever of it what whatever's openly available they went bankrupt toys are us is out of biz dog no they, they were Which bought back sad. they were bought they're yeah, now Macy's has Macy's has Toys R Us now. Yeah, they were bought. Yeah, if they you just, go into our Macy's, is a whole Toys R Us display. I was like, oh. what really? they wanted to do is they don't they didn't that's want to pay move. the pensions. Yeah, so that's what they actually did. They just fucked their employees. That's what they were actually yeah. doing. It's so different now though because, like, we all had like really cool cartoons to watch and then the toys came out so we wanted those our kids don't watch saturday morning cartoons like we all watched you know what i mean so they don't have anything that they want to actually play with they they're on youtube you know well so what's interesting is that you woke up as a kid in the morning you woke up uh when your parents uh were sleeping in and you had access to the house for like a couple hours before yeah. they woke up, right? So you'd wake up, you'd go turn on the TV, you had free reign of the TV before mom and dad woke up and like, you know, fucked around in the house, did whatever they did. So you're watching these cartoons and like, you know, Turner knew that and he's putting on Cartoon Network shit in the morning and you're getting to watch all these fun things and you're getting in the habit of watching TV as a kid and it you know it is marketing but at the end of the day there there's something to that like waking up as a kid uh you know taking a piss right when you wake up as a little boy and then going in and watching fucking Ed Ed and Eddie you know yeah. what i mean and it's just epic it, it, there's something that's so cool about that and you can't recreate that people try and recreate that uh for the rest of their adult lives and there's no recreating that stuff but that that experience is taken away from little kids man because they have a phone in their pocket constantly and everything's on demand there's no catching a program that you like on tv it's like yeah i'll watch that shit whenever i'm free yep, somebody's so. in their admin panel i'm sorry stop sharing yeah my bad i uh i forgot that i was sharing <laughs> so i'm like we don't want to see accidentally something we're not supposed to. well I, you know i don't do anything shady over here but yeah it's fun stuff um what was that uh wheels uh wheels of fortune? oh wheel of fortune did you guys see this <laughs> uh where'd it go you see it free tropical fruit okay free, so here free... you go yes. we'll end on this then <laughs> come on uh solve it or spin it or but do something quickly you um, I'll spin it. okay Okay, what letter for you? I'll go with a G. 
<laughs> uh, Juliana, it's your turn. I'd like to solve the puzzle. Yeah. Fresh tropical fruit. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty bad. <laughs> you know what happened? That's our school system, America. World, but you know, sometimes it's a word that just doesn't want to come into focus for you. It did for you. <laughs> I mean, I didn't see it. I'm not going to lie. You didn't see the S? I, I really didn't, honestly. I was like trying to think what it could be. <laughs> so shout out that girl. Oh, <laughs> man. All right. Yeah, man. I, you know, <laughs> I was a solid C student. I still have fucking, I'm 30, 32 years old. I still have nightmares that I failed high school. I literally was only able to pass my classes because I talked to my math teacher and I was like, can you please not fail me? Like, I'll fucking clean your room after school. I'll do whatever. I just, I cannot fail this class. And I graduated uh, as a senior in Algebra 3-4, which is what most fucking sophomores take. Holy so shit. I'm not good at math, dude. Hmm. At the same time, who the fuck needs to know the Pythagorean theorem? I can do basic math very well, but, you know. Very true. Very right. true. Well, that's so. the biggest scam is is just they are teaching you nonsense that you're never going to use for the rest of your life. Right. They don't teach you the basics. I did take, actually, classes on the basics and... Uh, my teacher taught us early on little things like doing your taxes, doing your doing your booking, like a bookkeeping. And he also taught us how broken the education system is because he was explaining you're going to this private school, but your parents are paying the equivalent of what the what the public pays per student. So at the time, it was five thousand dollars per student. So the public system in Puerto Rico was five thousand dollars, too. But everybody in the public school system in Puerto Rico, the, the schools are falling apart. Today, in New York, in New York City, it's over $22,000. And it's what? one of the worst rated school systems in the country. It is mm. because of the teachers union that must be abolished completely. It is a pure evil entity designed to destroy education. And that's why over 2 million people didn't sign up. Like Homeschooling is becoming mainstream. I've spoken to a uh, man that's into homeschooling and like I wish I could top of my head could refer to them but they are amazing there's a bunch of new people coming and creating homeschooling systems to make it very viable through pods and such homeschooling is potentially the way for a lot of people moving forward mm. yep yep we're very close school to choice it. I believe yeah. in school yeah. choice because yeah. Yeah. they yeah. think it disparages poor people I'm like no it doesn't it gives them full power and choice the rich people are already going wherever they want anyway exactly so give poor people access to the exact same thing exactly. what, what the hell's the problem that's the problem oh, disadvantaged children won't be able, like what are you talking about like do you just you just destroy the bad school you have mm -hmm. to they're right. going to get the funding to get your kid to the other school the government's going to pay for the for the transportation of your child right. yeah a lot of it's with the food too a lot of like one oh of yeah that's another thing why the hell teaching. is the food garbage yeah but the reason they don't Salisbury close steak, certain baby. days is because of certain kids need to get their meal that day. That's really why. I will say that's the only thing uh, Obama's what Michelle did that everybody was like, yeah, that was a good thing to do. Like yeah. she was putting into making it much healthier and everything. So that was a good initiative. And they, they destroyed it. I was like, why, why would mm -hmm. you destroy that initiative? And there they had to do something good with all that fucked up shit they were doing. Well, <laughs> then, they, then, in, then in 2020, they turned everything free. Yep. There was free mm -hmm. breakfast and free lunch for all students. And, you know, they're going to, I heard after this year, they're rescinding it. Um, they're you know, not they going to. 
they're, they, if they're stupid, they're not going. I mean, if they're smart, they're not going to because we are experiencing more f- uh, wealth inequality than any other time in American history. Over uh, probably 180 million people are, in, are on food stamps. Yep. 180 uh, million people are on food stamps. How many kids only sufficient meal comes from school? It's a, yeah. it's a big it's number. Over 70 million. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's sad. And yet, <laughs> you know, at the same time, we're, we're the sending, richest country in the world, bitches. Yeah, well, I was thinking like of billions of dollars over to a fucking scam war. But yet we, you know, and it's that Tupac line, you know, we got money for wars, but can't feed the poor. Yeah, it's dude. so fucking true that like we they turn a blind eye to this shit when it's convenient. And, and, and when it boils down to it, who gives a fuck what's happening over there? We need to take care of the people here. You yeah. know, and it's like, it's just so disheartening when you look at it and you realize that there is things that can be done, but the people that are in control of the funds will not do what is necessary. Mm. Yeah, dude, I was laughing. I know we're wrapping up right now, but dude, I was just thinking like, you know how like uh, there's like the cartoons where three kids will like stand on top of each other's shoulders to dress up like a trench coat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like how many adults are going to try and pretend their kids to go and get like free lunch and shit? <laughs> it's kind of fucked up, but you know, I shouldn't be laughing about it. But yeah, man, this country's a joke right now. It absolutely is a fucking joke. Well, Our man. government sucks cock. Uh it's it's awful what's going on in this country right now. It's it's shameful, but hey, you know, cue and the national anthem at the end of the keep episode. Watching here. MSNBC and listening to Rachel Maddow, a doctorate of journalism. Hey, you know, she's a she's a national hero, man. She's a clown. (laughs) (sighs) Just adding to the circus. Clown in the clown world. But uh, remember, May 1st, uh, there's likely going to be a general strike. So I I fucking hope so. See how it goes. Let's keep our fingers crossed. Hopefully it goes better than the train union strike, though. The way the government shot that thing down. Well, well, every fucking ad you're seeing on uh, YouTube and stuff is don't forget to pay those taxes. You know what I mean? Make sure you file your taxes. You, you got to make sure you corporate citizen and you give us our money. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. Fun. Stuff. All right, guys. This has been awesome. Well, thank you so much. Luis, let the people know where they can find you in, and Unconstitutional Awakening. Yes. UnconstitutionalAwakening.com as well as we can. You can find us on, on Rumble. You can find us on BitChute. You can find us on spotify because apple podcast somehow blocked us in the united states yeah uh, we don't know yet we said something controversial and apple us just said not for the americans but canadians and everybody else you know you're all good <laughs> uh, for apple podcast so yes we're on all major podcasting platforms uh we are over 160 episodes i think by now it's uh it's been an incredible journey um we have spoken to a, such a myriad of a beautiful human beings and you want to listen and learn about somebody's life and their perspectives. It's what we work to achieve to learn about. That's great. Excellent. Well, thank you so much, my friend. I appreciate you hopping on with us. It was wonderful. Thank you. Nico Rosie. What do we got going to upstate? Got a lot going on. A lot going on. We just started a YouTube channel. I'm still trying to figure all that up out and we're going to upload some interviews and then a bunch of other types of content on there. But yeah. Just a plethora of interviews and yeah. new guests, which is fun. A lot of interesting episodes coming up. So mm-hmm. yeah, you got yeah. I, I love the one with Whitney. 
Yeah. As always. I mean, every she's awesome. She's just great. But yeah, yeah. You, that was a fun episode. Yeah, we love her. Whitney Fox? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's interesting, dude. She's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, so. Yeah, Upstate Unconventional. It's on all the platforms. um, Working on merchandise and all that stuff. So just be patient with us. (laughs) (laughs) One of those under construction signs. Yeah, exactly. Right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's at 404. It's better than 404. Just under construction. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Remember the old JPEG ones where it's just a JPEG where you see the the, the colors change? Yeah, that's it. It's just across the bottom. That's Mm -hmm. it. (laughs) Well, thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Right. What do you got going on? Uh, not a whole lot of new stuff, man. Just uh, still out here trying to put out new fun content and, uh, you know, merch and fun things like that. So just out here having fun, man. Dude, I am patiently waiting for my Illuminati shirt. It will be arriving either tomorrow or Illuminati. Illuminati. Sorry. Uh, Wednesday. And I'm like, cool, oh, man. Yeah, I, I'm excited to see. I actually ordered one myself. I'm expecting that any fucking minute here. I'm excited to see how it looks. I think they would approve it because they're nasty. I know. <laughs> you know, and it's uh, it's a shout out to the garbage pill kid cards. It's a fun time. So, yeah, man. No, I appreciate that. And I'm just trying to work on I'm learning a new little, uh, you know, program to do all the merch and stuff. So it's fun, man. But uh, other than that, just just putting out content. So um, hopefully people enjoy it. One and, of the busiest you know, men in the game. I'm trying, man. I'm trying to 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 get new shit out there, and I'm real appreciative to all the people that support the show very much. So, uh, other than that, man, um, nothing. But what's up with you over there? Great deception. Dude, it's been busy. I've been making the rounds lately, doing other people's shows. I got this week, and then I'm taking a break for a little bit from making the rounds. And uh, but I did, like I said last night, I did a awesome conversation on um we talked about harp a little bit and then we did electric universe with uh it was myself matthew smith from marvelous old world and then brandon thomas from expanding realities and uh dave zed from generation zed so that'll be on patreon later this week probably thursday or friday uh for all the patrons that's one of those that's going to be patron only unfortunately so if you want to go check it out patreon.com great deception podcast Guys, thank you so much. Stay strong and question everything. EC Wars of the late 1800s with his arch nemesis Thomas Edison over which current to run through wires newly powering cities and world fairs alike. Nikola Tesla was determined to demonstrate the capacity to transmit wireless electricity freely by way of his copper-coiled towers, connecting a circuit between heaven and earth, between sky and ground, drawing energy from the extant and omnipresent ether. The question I am raising is, did the ancients and ancestors know the secrets of the electric universe and weave into the fabric of their architecture, sacred and otherwise, this gnosis, rooted as it is in the teachings of the esoteric and alchemical, the principles of principles and sages? Did advanced old world buildings made of charge producing piezoelectric stone shaped into sacred geometric self-similar fractal forms 
and gilded with charge conducting precious metals on rooftops, domes, and spires, with their towers, peaks, bells, and organs still intact, vibrate with life, lifting the spirit and consciousness within its occupants while projecting outwardly through cymatic portals of stone and prismatic leaded glass, itself a silica cousin of quartz, as sound waves rippling ever outward into the air, like light stirring up the ether, illuminating a path homeward to the divine. And if so, then we as spiritual beings having a physical experience belong to this architecture, imbued as it is within the boundless limits of natural law, perhaps even more than it.